Long ago, the television actor was on your TV show. The podcaster was discussing the TV show on their podcast. And And never never the the twain twain shall meet. But those days are long dead. In the age of the TV rewatch podcast, actors have invaded the podcast scene and stolen the hard-earned downloads from regular working Joes and Jims and Jacobs. And with nowhere else to turn, no other respite or avenue, there was only one direction to go, one unexplored land. Shows what you know, the podcast about television is dead. And from its ashes rises the podcast about the podcasts about television. Welcome to a new era. Welcome to a new land. Welcome to I'm All In with Scott Patterson. Take two. 20 years ago, you met Luke Dane's backward cap, plaid flannel, pouring the coffee. For the very first time, Scott Patterson, a.k.a. Luke, is watching Gilmore Girls, 154 episodes and four movies. We'll visit Stars Hollow, Dosey's Market, Miss Patty's, Mrs. Kim's Antique Shop, and more pop culture references than you can count. Join us, whether you're Team Dean, Team Logan, or Team Jess, and we'll see if we can figure out, quote, who's the daddy. We'll talk fast, and if you can smell snow... Uh, we'll talk fast. And if you can smell snow, if Paris isn't just a, a city in France, it's getting a little rough. And Friday night dinner is a requirement. You don't want to miss this. Finally, cell phones are allowed. Listen everywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm all in an iHeartRadio podcast. Ah, well, Jacob. Well, Jim, fuck this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's some okay. backstory here. Now, yeah. yeah. I guess this this will be released in the order we recorded them. So I think we had mentioned on our previous show that this was a lost episode because, yes, we re- we already recorded an episode on this and we lost it. Now, the great thing about this show is because the first, the most important part, the great thing the, about I am all in, right? Well, so about our show, I'm talking about oh, this. First, talk, I'm going to talk about us. Yeah, I'm going to okay. talk about us. Right, right. Now, right. you know, you know, the name of the show, it's it like slides right off the tongue the podcast about the podcast about about television television. shows yeah but the most important part of that is the podcast about the podcast part see the television show is almost a red herring because what i'm realizing and i think i even mentioned this one of our previous discussions is this is more about podcasts than you could ever imagine and one of the biggest things that happened any every podcaster probably has a similar story of losing an episode or at the very least, if you've never lost an episode, you almost lost an episode and something happened and you recovered it. Now, in this case, we lost an episode. So I figured the being the uh, being the the pros that we are, we're not going to let that slide. We're going to go back. We're going to listen to another episode of I'm All In with Scott Patterson, and we're going to break it down for him. Now, this could bring up maybe some unwarranted uh uh aggression because we had to listen to another (laughs) we had to listen to another episode yeah um but also i think this ends up being a a happy accident if you will because it gives us the opportunity to revisit one of these shows because there are a lot of times we'll ask these questions like 
hey, maybe this is just kind of, this is early in the run or this is a while ago. Maybe some of these things have changed. Maybe, you know, they've, they've switched things up a bit and have better banter, you know, because a lot of these are clearly like weirdly corporate groups that were tossed together from iHeart. Like here's a producer, here's an entertainment weekly writer. Here's a guy from a television show. Go make magic and have that chemistry like Jacob and uh, Jim do on all of their TV show podcast empires. And it's not always as easy as all that. So now here we get to go back to I'm All In. Now, I guess I, I do want to back up as well. This is a Gilmore Girls podcast. And I believe on the last recording, I did mention that Gilmore Girls is probably my favorite TV show. Wow. You have your Sopranos, which I also love. Sopranos is so close, and I think I, I think I just have to admit that Gilmore Girls might be my favorite. Interesting. Um, I think we, we, I mean, we did have a Sopranos podcast, right? Uh, yes. Just every episode of it. I think yes. at the end of that, you were saying we were both in agreement. No, best show. Sopranos is the best show, but that could be a, a well. There's side a... effect of watching all of the Sopranos and doing a podcast on it. No, no, no. But see, that's the difference is I could I would still say Sopranos is the best TV show ever ah, made. That's your favorite. Necessarily, I'm not I necessarily saying it's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it. but it's I mean, obviously, it's still if it's not number one, it's it's a close number two. But I still would I would I would uh, argue anyone that says that Sopranos is not the best TV show ever made. Well, we uh, did talk yes. about, uh, and also this is, we're probably rehashing what we've said before, because that's what this is. Uh, and I don't think we've ever lost an episode, actually, over, over the course of six years or whatever of doing <laughs> yes. shows what you know. Now that, we start our, now that we've killed shows what you know and started our new enterprise, of course, the corporate forces are trying to take us down, coming into your restream, hacking it, getting rid of the episode. I think it's these actors, actually, that are on to us. Who have we slighted the most? Anyway, that's a conversation for later i do think on mm. the sopranos uh podcast we did say i mean we were kind of famous for bringing up gilmore girls on almost every episode of our sopranos podcast every little hint every little something we found a connection to talk about gilmore girls and basically we both really love it you have more of an encyclopedic knowledge of it you've seen it more times whereas i have not like i've seen some seasons many more times but i found out about gilmore girls through a podcast of yours and started mm. watching it and really enjoy it so of course we came into this podcast uh i am all in with scott patterson uh with high hopes that were I'm, I'm, yes. I'm not gonna say dashed i'm not gonna say dashed but i i do think i i will fully admit this negativity is unwarranted. I was toning it down when we first recorded it, or I was being more kind or patient or what have you. But I've listened to another full episode of this show now. And this is basically a show with a bunch of ladies who really like Gilmore Girls. And then there's this recluse. There's this grumbling bear in the corner that they try to mm. poke and prod to get yeah. something out of. And most of the time, he's just in the back going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yep. And then maybe he says some random thing about the acting process, but he doesn't go into any specifics. And in fact, he he mentions multiple times how he doesn't remember any of this, um, mm. it's, which if true, uh, I assume it's true. If true, why would you say that on the podcast? I guess it's part of their niche. It's part of their hook or whatever. But I don't know. It all combines quite poorly for me. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I do want to point out again, because you'd mentioned our Sopranos podcast. And uh, yes, there is a, like, even though we were referencing it all the time, there is a scene from Gilmore Girls in the Sopranos 
when Polly throws his mother's TV out the window, she is watching Gilmore Girls. So that's almost like David Chase saying to us in the future, hey, I love this show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, so everything you're saying is true. Now, for people that haven't watched the show, like one of the things we do talk about a lot with these television podcasts is the um like the how the proximity of the main characters. Now, Luke Danes, the the actor that hosts this show with the three girls, like two girls that really like Gilmore Girls, one girl that's never seen Gilmore Girls, but they all like the show. And Scott Patterson plays Luke Danes. Luke Danes is basically the third most important character. I mean, Lorelai and Rory are the two main characters, obviously. There are other main characters probably on the same level as Luke, but Luke is the main love interest and one of the main driving forces outside of the Lorelai and Rory mother-daughter relationship or even to an extension like the uh, the other Gilmores. But Luke is the main will-they-won't-they. It's like a driving force of the show. I believe he's in every single episode for the most part. Um, so it's it's pretty close. It's pretty close to the main characters. And as and as uh, Jacob was saying, he apply he uh, he gives no insight whatsoever <laughs> into the show. Actually, real quick, uh, let me see. Is this it here? One moment. You playing a thing? We doing a thing? Yeah. Oh, and you have no memory of just that mud. I do not remember a single second of that. <laughs> oh my god. I do not. So that's one of the main. You'll that's a, a, a like one question about a certain thing, but that's the same answer you get in every single question because you would think when you turn on a podcast like don't get me wrong it's still nice to also hear people on the show discuss the themes and character motivations and the episode in general and how they feel it fits into the greater storyline or how it acts as an episode of television but i would imagine at least personally i'd be turning tuning into one of these shows because i want to hear insight into what it was like making the show what it was like working with these writers what it was like working with the other actors um maybe even like run-ins with the fans stuff like that this podcast fails on that at every every conceivable uh avenue <laughs> because and like and and i think we we talked about this because again we this is the second episode we've listened to but we kind of maybe chalked it up to like hmm you know, we didn't. It wasn't even a Luke. It wasn't the the episode we watched previously was the season three finale. I guess I should say on this one we're discussing. It's a season four episode twenty. It's called Luke can see her her face. I picked this episode because it's a big time Luke episode. Yeah. The other episode of, awaiting lots of interesting yeah. insights and tidbits on this one. Yeah. The other episode was the season three finale, which was Rory, who's Lorelai's daughter. It was her high school graduation, which is an important episode for the show, not necessarily an important Luke episode. Mm. So I almost, I think we gave him a lot of leeway of like, ah, fair enough. I mean, he's still in it a bunch. He still has like some big moments, but it's not about him. And I love that because I, when you were like, hey, pick an episode. And I was like, you know what? We should pick this episode. Uh, you know, Luke can see your face. And they actually recorded it not too long ago. So the timing was pretty good. And even the hosts themselves on this podcast say to him, this is a huge Luke episode. They they say it outright. They're like, Luke is so important to this episode. And he still is coming through just like. And you have no memory of just that mud. I do not remember a single second of that. Oh, my God. I do not. 
But I, <laughs> as I said, that's not just about that mug or whatever. He no, says no. that several times about whenever they ask questions, that's yes. the answer. And I think we discussed, uh, isn't it one of the kids on Malcolm in the Middle had an actual brain thing yes. where he doesn't remember? <laughs> I don't, Malcolm which, himself. Malcolm himself. the main kid, even. yeah. See, now, if this was the concept of the show, if Scott Patterson had, you know, a brain accident or what have you, that's what they're called, and yeah. and he he couldn't remember ever doing this, and he's rediscovering the show through this, uh, that'd be kind of interesting. But it's just that without him having the brain damage and just well, seemingly he doesn't he doesn't seem to care as well. You know, he yes. for a man with a coffee brand, because he does sell his own coffee, he yes. sure seems sleepy all of the time um so that's not great either uh i don't know well but well there's a few things here well and also going back to malcolm in the middle frankie muniz um uh, i've actually read that i mean i don't know if they regularly do this but i've read that there's been instances where cranston has like sat down with him and like discussed like just kind of trying to help him and like talked about experiences they've had that would actually make a great podcast <laughs> yeah but, that, uh... that person's mental recovery <laughs> was definitely worth monetizing yeah. i why aren't you on that <laughs> i heart radio but also in a way this could almost be interesting if if scott patterson was coming with that angle of like you know what the reality of hollywood is sometimes it's just a job even if i've worked there for seven years and did a revival and 150 plus episodes and some mini movies you know what the, the the harsh side of reality is that i'm a working actor and this is just a job and it's almost like that would be interesting to explore and to because obviously we as people that watch movies and tv some of that the characters mean so much to us we like to imagine the idea that the actors are also friends outside of the show and that they're hanging out even when the show's over. And, you know, there are a lot of podcasts that would also make you think that. I mean, even listening to, say, like, the Better Call Saul, the Breaking Bad Insider podcast, because everyone's so lovey-dovey and they love the crew, which I, I don't think it's disingenuous. I do think it's real. Um, or even, like, listening to Fake Doctors Real Friends. Like, they're legitimately real friends, and I think even discussing that show i was it, it i discussed how it gives me like the warm and fuzzies that i'm almost hanging out with jd and turk because zach braff and donald Faison are real friends and you want that to be real it's similar to uh i'm not even i'm not trying to date this episode because who knows when it goes up but you know uh key i don't want to say his name wrong but key the actor who played short round recently won an oscar for everything everywhere all at once and, you know, there's pictures of him doing the award cir circuit and like reuniting with Harrison Ford and hugging him. But there are legit people online that are like, oh, yeah. where was Harrison Ford a decade ago getting him work? And it's like this was a child he worked with uh, 35 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. We we want to think that these characters that mean so much to us are really friends. Uh, we want to believe that. Uh, William Zapka and Ralph Macchio are hanging out on the reg when they're not shooting Cobra Kai, but they but probably Jim, aren't. <laughs> with these podcasts, with this avalanche of shows that are hosted by actors, that is what they're trying to sell us. Yes, isn't it? that's like, true. That's part of mm. the whole pitch. Now, as we mentioned, iHeartRadio is producing this very clearly. Um, it it 
it almost to a point where it has made me realize uh, because uh, sorry, I'll step back for a second. When we originally discussed the show before recording anything on it, and we were just looking at the promotional material, we're like, is it just him? Does he just talk into a microphone? Because it's, it's yeah. just his name, his face, everything. But then no, it turns out there's this cabal of women. Um, and I, I, you can't really tell them apart at first if you're just jumping into no. a random episode like we are. That's partially yeah. on us. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a couple who have seen it. There's one who hasn't seen the show or whatever, and they care about it to an extent. But it's very clearly like, hey, this is our job. We are here producing this, making this thing happen. It has made me realize that that indie moxie or the perceived gumption of some of these podcasts is a big drawing point. Um, yeah. And- it's you know the, the the feeling of like hey we did this years ago let's get together and chat even if that's the extent of it i don't need the office ladies to be actual best friends and work in the same office but you know at least there's something there there's some drawing point and and that's almost like in the negative here it's not even at zero because it seems like in the same way that gilmore girls apparently was a a working gig for him that wasn't you know that much deeper than any other job which is absolutely fine it's just that this podcast is the same thing but on this podcast you need to actually be able to communicate your real thoughts and emotions and feelings and i don't know it's just he does he does talk right so it's i i implied that he was just grumbling in the corner which is unfair of me he does talk but he does so as a viewer of the show there is no additional yes. insight or anything coming from me. He, t- he talks about mm-hmm. how he thinks you know why the characters are acting a certain way or whatever but it's not like and i talked to the writer and they said this it's like hey i'm watching it now uh for the first time possibly and <laughs> yes it's what i think <laughs> Well, and also because I I tried to rationalize this in my head listening to because at the like one of the things I said to you when I was like, all right, let's revisit this and let's see, you know, if he does bring more insight. And dude, it's such a perfect episode because within the first five minutes, he's like, I don't remember any of this. Like he's immediately he's like, I have no insight. And I tried to rationalize this to myself of like. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes you do. You like if you if I worked or you know I can't tell you about a few days in school twenty years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, and they almost bring that up. They almost get to, like later in the episode that comes up as well because they try to compare it to like, oh, try to ask me about episode season one, episode ten of the podcast, and I'm not remembering. And it's like that almost works, but it doesn't because also when you I feel like if you watch the episode. Like, because I could still remember stuff from high school, you know what I mean? And but if I had fucking video recordings, which I pro- I think I do, if like watch sketches or something that dumb videos I made as a kid, it would trigger memories. Mm-hmm. So when you watch the episode, because he's lit like that that clip I'm playing, they're talking about the mud because it it's a scene they go to a strip club for a bachelor party, and he's like, I don't remember any of this. I don't. I don't. What was this set we were on? I don't remember the mud, but it's like. Maybe I guess I get that because that was a one-time thing. But I feel like some of these scenes, especially because they're so focused on your character, how do you not remember something? And in a way, I think maybe he, may, I think he kind of remembers a little bit more than he lets on because sometimes when he talks about acting, he f- sounds like he's embarrassed by it in a weird way. Like, I feel like he does respect the craft, but I don't know. He doesn't want to talk about it. He does bring up brian cox and how brian cox like it's the same for me anytime i see a brian cox headline it's about how he hates method acting and he hates the kid that plays his son in the in succession which is weirdly method in a lot of ways (laughs) like (laughs) yeah uh 
And so I don't know. He touches on that. I don't know if he's like, I don't, he doesn't want to come off as like a pompous douche or something. Because, I mean, he does talk about like acting's listening and he talks about he, he like in passing mentions actor exercises because one of the things I also don't like about this show, which makes the stuff about him not adding insight even worse, is because if they had decent banner, you, banter, you would almost forgive it. But I hate their banter. Yeah. Like they're talking at one point, they like girl brings up her therapist. And then they're talking about putting your legs up in heavy breathing. They're bantering about their group text. They're like, oh, my God, if the listeners could see the group text that we We'd have. Be freaking out, Jim. We'd I'm sure out. that is the worst, boring, like the most boring group text you've ever seen. And then, like, he, they're talking about their yoga classes. And then he does kind of, like, say, you know, that's almost like an acting method to, you know, calm yourself. And it's like. Talk more about that shit then. Like, even if you don't remember the specifics, talk about your process. What what do you do in these situations? Or, like, I don't know. Are you embarrassed by it? I, I'm not sure. I'm trying to rationalize where this point of view is coming from. Mm. And, you know, Scott Patterson, like, we, he has, in, in the show, he p plays a bit of a grouch, right? Like, we should give some yeah. context maybe on that. Like, um, it's it's a show, if you haven't seen Gilmore Girls, it's a show with a very specific vibe that is kind of uh, known for the scripts being almost twice the length of other shows because it's got rapid, quick-fire dialogue. Mm. It's got great banter. It's got conversations that go places uh none of which are in this podcast um <laughs> yeah I, it's it's got a lot of heart it's got a lot of depth of uh, references and jokes and it's a family drama and it gets into topics of class it's about an idyllic town that's cozy but it's got good comedy and drama and this is why it's possibly your favorite show because you can always put an episode on and you'll always enjoy it and True. so all of that is the opposite of this podcast like uh, scott patterson has a kind and we never text about the shows while we're listening to them because we want to be fresh when we do this but having already mm. done an episode on this i texted you that his dime store npr cadence it combines really horribly with his lack of interest in whatever the fuck he's talking about yeah. it's only yeah. when he gets into acting and different types of processes in acting that he seems to care even a little bit about what mm -hmm. he's chatting about but to what your point of like at, then go more into that then make the show about that yeah. or make the show about the episode i have to tell you as well like I haven't seen this episode of Gilmore Girls in a long time. And a lot of people we've concluded probably listen to these shows without actively rewatching them as they go. Um, and I think there's an interesting question of how much balance do you have between a recap and an analysis? Uh, how much do you need to give to the listener about what is happening in the episode and the structure of it and, and everything like that? Because that, I think that is worth talking about on our Sopranos podcast, for example, we we do go through beat by beat all the scenes kind of throughout the episode. And that's a quite rigid way of doing it. That's very much like, hey, we're going to talk about every aspect of this episode and it's going to trigger in you the memory of the episode. In mm. this, they throw out references to there's a strip club, there's a mud yeah. thing, there's a boom box. I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of the yeah. show, so I have no clue what this episode is about, really. 
they they go into details without describing the broad strokes, which they could easily have done with a sentence of saying, this is the episode where Luke XYZ and yes. Lorelai XYZ. And I think that's often comes off as a bit stilted when people try to throw that in. I, I've, you know, we've heard other people reading recaps back and forth and that can get a bit stilted, but I have no clue what's going on in this episode of Gilmore Girls, having not watched it before I listened to this. And it doesn't help me to care then about what they're talking about. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because even though, like, like you said, I've watched... Like it was a show. I mean, I'd rewatched the show a couple times, and it, it's a show. Sometimes, like yeah, like you said, I could just throw on a random episode. Uh, so e- the way they were describing it, like I did eventually remember it, but it, yeah, it took me a second to realize what they were referring to. Because especially like the boombox, because I think maybe I'm misremembering because I didn't watch the epi- rewatch the episode either. But I thought he had. It's more of a tape recorder. But the whole thing is that yes, Luke's listening to a book on tape. That's because he's realizing, like, I don't want to be like a lonely old man anymore. I'm trying to get in touch with my feelings. Mm-hmm. And it's like a cheesy self-help tape that he's almost embarrassed about. But he's listening to it and he's trying and like the tape is saying, like, it's talking him through his emotions and what he sees as like a comfortable person or whatever. And it, it leads to Lorelai Gilmore, which is the whole will, will they won't they the whole time. But yes, they describe it horribly. And then, yeah, the strip club is because Luke's sister's getting married and um, her fiance, TJ, who is hilarious because, yeah, they bring up the actor's name without saying, like, he plays T. Like, they're talking about Michael DeLuise a bunch. Yeah. And even it took me a minute, like, who are they talking about? And he's also talking about his brothers. Like, I didn't know he had brothers. He's like, why didn't him and his brothers have a show? And I'm like, wait a minute, was his brothers also on the show? And I don't know, they're not. But yeah, they're not setting these things up that well. And I guess I get it in a sense that, yeah, maybe they're assuming people are watching along. And I'm sure a lot of people are watching along. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't take much to just flesh some of that stuff out a bit more. Because, yeah, people like us, if you haven't watched it in a while, you 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 set it up a bit better. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm with you. I know what you're talking about. But back to their banter real quick. Uh, this is some of their banter... Um, about the episode. Did you cut clips, Jim? I mean, I did. This wow. is, yeah. We're reaching now. This is what we're talking about when a show yes. is reaching the next level in terms of yes. production value. You know, they've been going for a while, but they're really catching their stride. This is it. This is what we're talking about. And who do we take this from? Actually, was this from the Avatar Breathing the Element podcast? I think, so, I think yeah. they play clips. Yeah. So yeah. here we go. Wow. Big move. Made the move. He made the move. I grew a pair and made a move. Mm. It was so smooth, smooth move. Smooth, banged into the truck. Because it wasn't obvious. It was just so good. Yeah, it was pretty good, right? Mm -hmm. It was pretty good. It was. Want to know what I wrote on my paper? Slick, smooth. Was it smooth? Ten. 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 I just wrote ten. This is a ten. The whole episode's a ten. That's how you do it. Yeah, I agree. This is a ten. That's how you do it. Ten. Ah, he sounds like that the whole time like the whole time it's this and i don't need everything to be fucking morning zoo radio i don't need everyone to yell into their microphones it's fine it's just if you also don't give a shit about what you're talking about and it's clear like 
Uh, Clearly someone called but, him. And like, see, the thing is that we talked about this last time when, on the last episode, but Scott Patterson clearly has some sort of entrepreneurial mindset because he, he sells yeah. coffee. That's his yep. own thing. He's got his band. His band, we'll, we'll get to that in a second, but he his band does the intro for this. There's a lot of, I don't know. He's, he's clearly like out there trying to do stuff. Um, and honestly, I don't blame anyone who likes this show. Gilmore Girls is an amazing TV show. And any like if you any anything that is kind of helping you relive it in a fun way, that's great. Mm. But I just don't hear anything that's fun when I hear that yeah. script, Jim. Yeah. No, and also, I mean, not even just him, like his co-hosts, like when they're just smooth, tan, 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 like he's <laughs> Like you're just filling time for some reason at a certain point. You're just repeating a word a bunch of times. Uh, I, I do want to do a little disclaimer now that we've got clips, now that we've reached the next level. It is easy to take a clip. Exactly. That's and, true. And have it sound shit, right? Like you, you yeah. can do it to our show. You can do it at, to any totally. show. You can grab a clip where these people, oh, they don't seem to care or they stumbled over their words or whatever. Yeah. But. I think that is really representative what we just heard of what I <laughs> yeah. heard for like yeah. an hour and 15 minutes earlier uh, today. And it did make me want to walk into the sea and never return. I did listen to it while walking along the seaside. And that was kind of the, the feeling that it gave me. I don't know about all of you. That's just, I can only tell you what I'm feeling here, honestly and truly from the inside, because I'm not Scott Patterson. So I'm going to convey my emotions mm. and actually get them out there for you. Exactly. Like, uh, yeah, to be fully fair, you know, this is like an hour and eight minute broadcast, although maybe like call it like an hour if you take out some of the ads. I don't know if you again, if you have ads. So on your many end. ads. I okay. am not, yeah, I'm not used ads. to getting them, but iHeartRadio, yeah. like they're just I it's like a, a beehive of content, right? Like they're yeah. just cross promoting all of their other shows that all sound fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a fucking psychic and this is yeah. a torture thing or whatever. And Oh, actually uh, horoscopes are cool now. Well, I never mm. really believed in horoscopes. Yeah. All this fucking bullshit. And I had so many ads. I got one for, Hey dude. Uh, yeah. Oh, nice. They do the nineties called literally my audio is an hour and 15 minutes if yours is an hour and eight minutes that's the difference in that i have even oh, more wow. ads than you in that case yikes uh so yeah it's easy to take 30 seconds a minute whatever but yes i don't feel like we're being unfair though given these are some of the worst parts and like you said i i would understand people that still listen to this show because there's st there's still some things here and there and again you're listening to someone from the show I wish he had a lot more to bring from the behind the scenes, but every now and then he has some insights. Yeah. Uh, so there's kind of a little bit there, but yeah, it's just overall not good. And I mean, I do have one other clip here that I was like, this is actually when I heard this clip, I was like, I got to pull some fucking clips <laughs> because right. I couldn't believe like I was driving and I was just like looking at my radio, like what is going on here? <laughs> um, I guess the setup is there's a point where the the next scene it's like Lorelai and Suki go to the garden where Jackson is sleeping. I mean not you don't even really need to know that, but they're that's what they're trying to set up. You know, where they're all in the garden together and they're just I thought that was actually really cute. Got to get ourselves <laughs> back to the garden. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that song. Oh, oh, he was bringing up. I mean, I get like, 
I mean, I do a pretty loose pop culture uh, podcast called Jim and Them. So, you know, we're fast and loose. Sometimes someone's bringing up a subject and someone will sing a song as a joke. But I don't get what he was doing because he's also supposed to be discussing a television show. I had to cut just the song part because I love it so much. Let's hear it again. Uh, yeah. Oh. Got to get ourselves back to the <laughs> And they don't even know how to react. They just like, they're like, oh, and they just keep moving on. <laughs> they don't even ask him like, what is that? Oh, is that a song? Because I don't even know. Is he doing a Bruce Springsteen song? Is he doing a fucking Scott Patterson original? I it's, don't know. Uh, it's Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, Woodstock. Uh, yes. All right. Got to get ourselves back to the garden. Wait, or is it Joni Mitchell? I don't know. Whatever. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, Joni Mitchell wrote it. But anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think we... Yeah, sorry, I, my brain just hemorrhaged from that, so I, I don't, I don't really know what to say. Um, I mean, well, you must just be hearing in your head. Back to get ourselves back to the I'm turning around on this. It's growing because he's not even. It's one thing if he just belted it out, like I'd be like, oh, he's doing a bit, but he's he's not even committed. He just kind of like it's almost to himself. Like you, like you forgot, like the mic would pick it up. It's almost like he's like, all right, they're talking. I'm gonna, you know, got to get myself. The and it's energy, like, oh shit, what are we doing? We're yeah, oh we're doing a podcast? All right. The energy of this show is uh whack. It is bad. It is <laughs> it is what it it that is the energy of like kind of just mumbling something to yourself. That is kind of the vibe I'm getting yes. from uh from this show here. Uh although I mean Gilmore Girls has a lot of references. They're they quick fire, they're coming at you. I That's think the, true. Prob the only problem is, as you said, the cadence, because he could have just gone like got to get myself into the fire. Know that one? Yeah. Woodstock? Oh, I am too yeah. old. Let's move on. Like mm -hmm. that's fine. You get that it was a joke. You're not just sitting there waiting to go like anyway, like you're <laughs> you're propelling the conversation <laughs> forward. You can make that same joke, same reference, and then do a self-deprecating little, oh wow, I really am old. Anyway. Anyway, like yeah quick actually almost fun bit of banter move on with your lives instead yeah. we're just sitting here and can we hear it one more time jim instead yeah, we're just okay. instead yeah. we're doing this got to get ourselves back to the yeah uh yeah so anyway the as i said the scripts for gilmore girls were no or this is what people say they're about twice the length of another show mm. the same length because the dialogue is so quick fire rapid there's references there's jokes you have you will discover new things about almost any gilmore girls episode the second time you watch it the third time like they're really well thought out for being essentially like a family dramedy um and that energy just isn't matched on this podcast you know no no did i lose i think i lost for a second Sorry. yeah um, no it was just what we did i was just what to get myself <laughs> into the i was just doing a little song and then i guess to defend him a little bit i remember at least in the last episode i uh i did pull a i didn't pull any clips to help him out this time <laughs> but last time i had a clip that i helped him out a bit because there was uh because they do like in between episodes they interview people and at least when he he interviewed uh, Milo Ventimiglia, who plays the character Jess, who was like the most important Luke character, like character to Luke, because it was Luke's nephew, Jess. It was almost like 
the parallel between Lorelai and Rory and then Luke dealing with Jess. They were the Gilmore guys almost. They were the Danes dudes, mm. I guess. Oh, now that's a <laughs> podcast I would listen to. Yes, the Danes dudes. Uh, and when he was interviewing Milo, they were talking about acting. They were talking about the process. And he, he definitely sounded different. He was more energetic. He was just, uh, I didn't give it a chance this time because he does interview Michael DeLuise after this episode. Who is really funny? He plays the character of TJ, who's his like, you know, uh, upcoming in-law that's going to marry his sister, and he's kind of like a dumb guy, but he's also sweet and like they make a cute couple with his sister. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I do, and he was kind of really, and he was talking about the guy, the actor on the podcast, as I mentioned. He was saying how great he was comedically, and his fan, his brothers were also actors, and they were good. So there are, like, hints of maybe things he wants to do. Like, he does want to dis discuss things with actors and the process a bit. And, but I just, I don't know. I feel like he should do that a little bit more in these episode discussions as well. Um, just trying to, I don't want to just shit on him fully, even though, like, he kind of... <laughs> deserves it in a lot of ways yeah uh, I think the recap format i think you're right like if there was a different uh actor on this show because it's clear that that's what he's interested in talking about which i don't blame him for at all but if, yeah. if it was the duns dudes and you know they were going through each episode but it was more of a springboard to talk about acting or whatever that would probably be more interesting but i think he I think this is a recap show because that's the format you do. I think sure. iHeartRadio I is like, yeah, recap show. That's how we can, because there's fucking, uh, uh, I don't know, how many episodes of Gilmore Girls are there? I assume you have this number. Yeah, 154. Right? 154, okay, yeah. That not counting the Netflix uh, revival. That's what I mean. That's 154 yeah. episodes. This is why you need to have a Gilmore Girls podcast. <laughs> Unfortunately, you made a major mistake by not starring in Gilmore Girls. So exactly. fuck you, I guess. Except for that one storyline in season four where you run a pizza party but you're hardly a main character jim <laughs> very true um the, the recap gives you 154 episodes free they also do a pop culture review of each episode they also do interviews mm. interspersed so you have a format that can run for years all that iHeartRadio is looking for is something they can continue producing at a low cost for a long amount of time and have people come back to it that's how you make money on content true yeah. this is why podcasts uh podcasts have a drawback compared to say youtube videos because on youtube and a lot of other platforms uh it's a it's easy to find new people because you can make something that's interesting and makes people click on podcasts you're not looking for that you're looking for long-term retention you're looking for people who will come back every week and if you have a format that just inherently can stretch out over years then why wouldn't you go with that and it makes sense right like looking at look at gangster the gangster broadcast or made women mm. where they want to do other stuff but they kind of want to do a recap because the recap is the format they think will draw in people to listen it's a similar thing here they're doing the recap but they're not that interested in it and or scott particularly isn't that interested in it and that means that his interviews are going to be a lot more interesting he's going to have more energy he doesn't he doesn't remember recording these episodes of gilmore girls he doesn't ha he tells us he doesn't have any memories mm. of this time so why does this show exist it exists to feed corporate interests and to feed out to push out yeah. more content for us to enjoy the the little piggies that are at the content trough and we're gobbling it up and 
<laughs> did I say earlier? I no shame on <laughs> people who enjoy this, but I, but I, I, it's not a criticism of people who enjoy it. Like if people enjoy it, that's great. And I, I saw yeah. there was like they've had some events. We'll get into this maybe talking about business acumen or whatever. But they've had some events mm. gathering uh, viewers of the show, listeners of the podcast, to like the set and do a live podcast at the Gilmore Girls set. Like these are cool ideas for people who really like the show and want a place to focus that attention, that affection, that nostalgia. But as a recap show, it is really bad. Um, and yes. they shouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I just I did pull up his socials real quick because yeah, I went to his his scottyp.com and yeah, it's even rougher that like I, I, I guess if if anything, it's just I get if he doesn't remember stuff, but it almost feels like he should put in a little work to try to remember, maybe even like if there are actors he keeps in touch with, give them a call. Like this, you can start talking stuff and trigger memories just because when you look at his website, it's like, I mean, he didn't just pick to make coffee because he's like a coffee connoisseur. Like we mentioned, he does coffee. Like he sells his own Scotty P brand coffee. He does that because his character of Luke Danes runs a diner and it's all about like his coffee. Yeah, and when you go on his his main website, scottyp.com, like he does mention like his band, but it's all about the fan conventions, which are clearly Gilmore Girls, uh, the podcast, which is obviously Gilmore Girls. He has like a cameo page, which is clearly because of Gilmore. Like, so if you're going to monetize that fan base, I feel like it's just respect to. I mean, it's one thing if you don't remember, you don't remember. But I feel like there's no effort. I don't feel like there's effort that's put in to at least try to show some sort of respect to that fan base to, like, you know, give them a a, a product. Uh, let me see. I pull. He has this. Let me pull up his Twitter. I think we watched his cameos on the last episode, um, and they weren't very good. But let me see. This is a recent tweet. It's him uh, doing some sort of interview and he's discussing some sort of Gilmore Girls fan theory. So, I mean, this is blind. Maybe this is good for him. Maybe this is bad. Let's see. This is to, to, to all you Gilmore fans out there. Sully is Luke. Had Luke and Lorelai. Ne- Wait, hold on. Sully. Who's never Sully? gotten together with a crushed heart. Luke goes off, sells the diner, goes off to the woods, opens a campground, and becomes Sully. And we sort of see Luke, you know, 20 years later or 15 years later. Let's say 15. Not- I don't know who they're referencing. Maybe Sully's another character he plays in a different show. Sullivan's so Crossing. Oh, Sullivan's Crossing. Okay, so he's all right. This is m- kind of smart then. He's trying to reel in the Gilmore fans to be like, look, I'm Luke. <laughs> I'm on this other show and I'm Luke. So please watch it. Please yeah, I've never heard show. of this, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, business-wise, a good decision. Much like yeah. selling coffee because your character sells coffee on Gilmore Girls. There's also a coffee cup in the graphic for uh, this very podcast that we're discussing today. There's a, a coffee yes. mug in the background, so that's great. Here is some clips on the Instagram of them talking to Michael DeLuise. So maybe, let's see, is he different in these? Oh, wait, it's muted. He remembers this. I can't hear this. He remembers. Oh, can you not? Oh, hold on. Let me pull it up in the other browser. Yeah. He actually remembers something here from the okay. 90s. Great. With with this actor. But he doesn't no, remember just... something from 2004. 
I just saw. I, I remember saw his being headshot a- on IMDb. I'm on Sullivan's Crossing. God, he's a handsome guy. Good for him. Yeah, he is. He's a handsome salt of the earth. Yeah. His house with you guys back in the nineties. Oh, wow. And he served this elaborate lunch of chicken that he, I mean, it was just like this amazing, he's an amazing host. We were laughing, you know, we had tears coming out of our eyes. I mean, that was your, that's how you grew up. Yeah. And, and, and I got to experience a one afternoon of that. And I just went away from that experience going, man, those guys are, what a great family. What a great guy. He definitely has different energy levels, and I'm I didn't even realize this is that I, I guess I should have thought it's Michael DeLuise, it's Dom DeLuise's uh I don't know if it's his son or if he's just from the family. He's related to Dom DeLuise mm-hmm. and Mel Brooks right. uh was his godfather. So yeah, I mean I guess yeah, historic family, a lot of connections. So yeah, I mean again, it seems like that's that's where his like energy turns on uh not really discussing the show that he was on though yeah, do you think I, maybe they have i'm sorry good yeah i guess 154 episodes like i mean to him they all blend together i guess as far as the actual events related to the production of any particular episode so he doesn't have any specifics on any of the episodes we've listened to but he does get passionate a, a little bit on when he's actually talking about people he knows and like he does pr- give a lot of praise to other people on the show like i don't think he's a bad guy i want to emphasize this i i think yeah. he's a good guy i just don't think he's good at doing specifically a recap of his own show and i'm gonna play one more quick clip from his instagram from this episode we're discussing Ooh. i'm hoping maybe they clipped the part where he sings the crosby stills and nash song about Hopefully. the garden yeah and put it on there put it on their insta yeah uh wait hold on i got a load in here one though because oh no, no he's oh working. no what? he's no. working man you gotta no. get the working man's grill while at his work no 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 oh I, okay Which not part? you want a townhouse okay hold on guys hold right. on right. the fact that she's like i want to go on this double date with you like she is recognizing that something is not right in their marriage like she's all right they're discussing the Lindsay and dean fight from the episode Mm-hmm. So not the clip that I thought they would pull, uh, which I think I still have yeah, this one. Got to get ourselves back to the <laughs> I think we have a maybe a new outro clip for uh, our show. <laughs> yeah, good. We try to figure out how we finish each episode. Maybe this is it. Also, I should correct myself. Woodstock, see, it's a jo- it is a Joni Mitchell song. There's just a bunch of different versions out there, so ah, I want to give her the main okay. credit for it. Um, yeah, on that conversation where they're talking, they're talking about Dean and his is actually connecting us to the show for the first time, like in a while. Um, but they're talking about Dean and his character motivations in the show, which I haven't seen this particular episode in a while. But I do feel like I disagree with what Scott is saying here. I I, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really remember it, but I feel like his take is not great. His take is very much like, what do you mean? He's working to put food on the table. Why does this woman, yeah. woman want to come here and have her emotional needs met? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like, I'm, they do have a good point because I do remember this scene because um, they do make, because the whole thing for people who haven't seen the show is that Dean was 
Rory's high school sweetheart, but she ended up dumping him for the bad boy, who's Jess, Luke's uh, nephew. But then, so Dean ends up marrying this other girl, like right out of high school, and Rory doesn't approve because he should be going to college and blah, blah, blah. Plus, she still kind of is pining for him a little bit. Maybe she made the wrong decision. Maybe she just wants him because she can't have him now. But they also make Lindsay his his new wife. They they make her kind of unlikable in in an, like an unfair way, because she's kind of like, because because she, yeah she wants a townhouse, so he has to work all the time doing construction and odd jobs around Stars Hollow, and she's like, but I'm so bored. Like <laughs> they do make her a little naggy, but overall, yeah, Dean is not correct because he's like Lindsay, I'm working. And they do have a scene, they reference it in this episode or this podcast episode. There's a scene where Luke finds Dean just hanging out at the arcade playing Pac-Man real late at night because he just doesn't want to go home yeah. and hang out with his wife. <laughs> well, I think he's got a... He's right, though. I agree with yeah. Scott. <laughs> uh, so, okay, here we go. So we've got inside the stories, not discussing the episode. Fail. Big time fail on this. As, yeah. as, that's all we've been talking about this whole podcast. Yeah. Fan engagement running bits. Um, I guess I, I because, you know, if you go on their website, they've done these events and conventions, but it doesn't really translate on the show that I've heard. And I don't really remember it being much in the last episode we heard either. I think there might have been a thing where they read something from a reader or someone from social media. But, uh, yeah, no real fan engagement. Running bits, I guess he makes a joke about, like, you're going to give it 10 boom boxes, and I'm going to give it 10. Like, maybe they make jokes about what they, they rate them, but they give it something from the episode, I guess. Well, they do that joke where whenever there's a lull in the conversation, uh, he sings the song Woodstock by Joni <laughs> Mitchell. That's a pretty yeah, good I running bit. I think that comes up. I, I think that's a, a thing. Times, yeah. Got to get ourselves back to the garden. garden. I think that's pretty good. Bit. Yeah, that <laughs> I think we should borrow. That. Maybe we borrow that bit for our show. I don't know. Um, it's either them. It's either that or they're going. Uh, wow, big move. Made the move. He made the move. I grew a pair and made a move. Mm. It was so mm. smooth. smooth. Smooth move. move. <laughs> if you're, I. If you're gonna have this energy just have two people on the show i don't yes. know why there are four people on this show now and none of them are related to gilmore girls i do they split up tasks to kind of prep scott on what to say do they like like i feel like i feel like yeah two people have two people yeah. on the show even if it's even if it's a problem like gangster broadcast where suddenly one of them's the entrepreneur selling wine or whatever like i don't know why there are so many voices and i don't know that they bring anything unique to the show each but on fan engagement you're right they do meet up um i guess but i feel like that's more gilmore girls based than this show based but then it's True. all floating together isn't it that's the whole point of this so on business acumen we have to say yes good good stuff they sell coffee right mm. they sell yep. things they sell merch uh for yeah, this I show he he did have merch why am i not seeing it on his site now did he take it down fan uh, conventions music I, i'm looking i just do a google image search and i see uh, a coffee mug and a hat i think that's actually the two products i'm seeing okay in this, yeah, that makes they sense. have two two myfanthreads.com they have two products it's a coffee mug and a hat 
says, I am all in. And you can have the hat backwards on your head like Luke on the show. Yes. Great stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's fine. But although, but yeah, I'm not seeing the store. Maybe it's on a different link. Um, and I mean, web design, at least from his site, it's like very basic. But I guess there's kind of a charm to that in a way, because it feels like maybe he did. He made it. <laughs> he made it himself. <laughs> I highly doubt that he made us. Um, yeah, but yes, it's not. It's not the worst website I've ever seen. Uh, it's okay, I guess. Yeah, it's Is pretty it? minimal, but that's all right. Oh, no, it's not Besties Apparel. Jim, do you have the the music though? We didn't rate the theme yes. song yet, and the we music do is love by the... his band. I hate the theme at first, and then I love it. Uh, okay. But yeah, hold on, I got it here. I mean, it doesn't play the rest of this part. They, they're smart. They just use the more, more, more part. And what's even better is then they use the drum fills to go to uh, like break or whatever to come back from break. You just you just hear like that part. And I'm like, oh, that's the more, more, more song. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It has nothing to do with Gilmore Girls. It's just he's in a band. And I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well. And again, I think when I first when we first listened to the first episode, I was like, what the fuck is this song? But as I was saying, like after like I heard the episode, then I'm just walking around my house and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. I'm like, what a catchy ditty. I'm in. I'm all in on the fucking theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not uh related, but then you know, maybe Luke wants to love uh Lorelai more and true. You know, yep actually pretty good and and it's more business acumen put your own band in there you don't even have to pay anyone for it yeah why would you mm. uh then what we have we have uh well merch we already talked about ad readability they don't read the ads it's yeah. just a lot of annoying like i got so, i got a lot of iHeartRadio radio podcast ads obviously but i did get a few that were just like regular businesses as well so i mean how much money they're making i'm not I'm not sure. I mean, I wouldn't say that he's not cheap, but I'd also maybe say he's cheap too. Like, I don't think they have to spend a lot to get him to do this. Uh, but whatever they're spending, they got him to do it. And I'm yeah, sure that it helps. And I'm sure it does help on the back end of like, like he could do Gilmore Girls conventions either way, but it starts to feel more about him now because he's at least hosting a podcast. Yeah, and I mean, hes he, it's not like he started selling coffee when this podcast came out. He was already true on that grind, if you will. Um, yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah, that's kind of shit you don't get on other podcasts, <laughs> eh? There's years of experience <laughs> speaking right here. Um, but yeah, he's uh, hes selling coffee. That's genius. Uh, as far as merch, they have a lot of stuff on there. Assessing, I don't know how much money they're making and the ad readability. I think it's all very good in corporate, and it's all been put together uh to generate income and that is the purpose of this show and they managed it unlike many other podcasts out there including this one so you know in a capitalist society where money equals good um they're doing good yeah yeah and uh i i was just i was doing a quick search about the host because i was trying to find their names but i did find on the gilmore girls reddit there's a thread from about a year ago about the podcast is anyone listening to scott patterson's new podcast about the show I understand there's a learning curve, but I have to say I'm a little disappointed in how the podcast is being run. 
I enjoy the cast interviews, but the podcast as a whole needs more structure. That's exactly what we just were saying. Um, yeah. I think I've been spoiled by the Office Ladies podcast, another podcast we've listened to. To be honest, I think their format is the gold standard and something to emulate. I love the show and have all the respect for Scott Patterson, but oftentimes he's not picking up what the others are putting down. In the yeah. first episode, someone asked about the guy who originally played Dean, and he just shot right past the question. <laughs> it seems like they're going episode by episode, but at the same time, the topics are disjointed. Curious on everyone else's thoughts on the podcast. I hope they find their footing soon. So this is like when it started, mm-hmm. and here we are. We're on a we're discussing a podcast that was released like less than a month ago, and we're we have the same criticisms basically. Do we have so when is that from exactly? Because I would love the context of when this started as well. We like to have a little timeline of how these are turned uh, out. Good. Qu- I mean, it just says on here. It says one year ago on Reddit. And they mention, I mean, they mentioned the first episode. Yeah, when did this podcast start? Yeah, we can scroll back. Uh, While you're looking that up, I have to say that comment on Reddit is very similar to some of the less than favorable reviews I've seen on Apple mm. Podcasts. Obviously, there are favorable reviews and people do enjoy this show. So I don't want to, I, I want to preface this yeah. by saying that. But I see the same sort of things called out by the people who are more critical. Um, some people saying, uh, one person saying, I also wish Scott would give listeners more behind the scenes details. The office ladies and Podmeads world are great at doing that. Without that perspective, it feels like any other rewatch podcast. Mm. Also, the show has zero structure, so be prepared for that. <laughs> and they have so many goddamn episodes. I'm trying to like skim through. And of course, the iHeart site loads like four. And then you're like, see more. More, more, more. (laughs) I want to see more more podcasts. The Uh, hey, you don't get this on every other show. Um, (laughs) We sing, but we sing with energy. Um, Another review said the female co-hosts are the best part of the pod. They're actually fans, like the audience, and the reactions are logical, reasonable, and interesting. Oh I, I, they might stand out as logical, reasonable, and interesting, just in contrast to Scott Patterson's comments. But yeah, yeah, you, I don't come back to about a year ago, and it's still like season two. I don't think you can to... do it on there. I have to do it on. Um, yeah, I'm trying to just Apple find the episode. And... Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. But it has been going non like we're on season four, episode yeah, twenty two or twenty. This is twenty, right? So or. Uh, yeah, season four, episode twenty. I think they just did like episode twenty-two. Yeah, uh, which is the finale. Um, yeah, okay, because this the one I just clicked on actually is from May twenty twenty-one. So it's coming up on two years ago, actually. But the, like the actual the the Reddit post I was just reading. Um, yeah, Although I guess scroll, there's just scrolling back to find it now, but yeah, I just think it's interesting when they drop in relation to one another because Office Ladies was such a hit and an early one and a trendsetter. Uh, Fake Doctors, Real Friends wasn't that much later. A lot got started mm-hmm. early parts of the pandemic, right? And so I was just wondering where this might fit into that puzzle. And then uh, apparently, because someone posted just six months ago on this same thread and they're like this has been bugging me for weeks what happened to riley she she seems to have just been replaced with no reason on what happened does anyone know so i guess one of the girls was a different person i can't remember yeah i can't remember if when the earlier one we listened to had this riley host but uh everyone's just like i'm wondering what happened 
I'm sure it was just something like, oh, God, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm going to go work on a different fucking show. That'd be really reasonable. Um, April 21st, 2021, I see the first thing posted ah, on the okay. feed. So, so, yeah, this was shortly after the first episode then. Yeah, May 3rd was the first episode uh, proper. So that kind of gives us an idea. It is a year after, uh, say, Fake Doctors Real Friends started because that was in the early days of the pandemic in 2020. And so, and it really feels like this is, this is the success of other shows is detrimental to the format, production, and packaging of this one. Uh, Mm. It feels like it's trying to fit into the Office Ladies format and it just exists to fill that gap for Gilmore Girls fans. And while that's fine, it's just the components aren't there for the magic to happen. I could see, I could see what they're going for, uh, but I can't hear it on the feed, having listened to two of them. And I'd say that is that is my final word on this. Um, yeah. And I think we need to place it now. Interestingly, we did already put this on our list, right? So looking at the yes. shows we've done so far, I'm going to go top to bottom. We have at the top, Fake Doctors, Real Friends, followed by Avatar, Braving the Elements, Office Ladies. Then we have on the current list, I'm All In with Scott Patterson, followed mm-hmm. by Hey Dude, the 90s called, and then Made Women uh, gangster slash gangster broadcast. Um I I feel like is this worse than the Hey Dude the '90s called? I was almost thinking that the only reason why I might still put it above it is that it is still at least about the show. It's it's even though like but we were just saying that's of, to its detriment, right? But but also but Hey Dude the '90s called like we listened to an episode about Hey Dude, but then nothing else is about Hey Dude. But maybe that's good. Maybe we maybe need to that is to the good. other one. Maybe the next episode is another Hey Dude one, and we go back and then <laughs> maybe raise that, that above Fake Doctor's Real Friends. <laughs> maybe that is good. I mean, at least they had stories from <laughs> making the show. I actually, I have, I have barely any clue what happened on the Hey Dude one, and we only just recorded you know that one recently, so I don't know. Put Hey Dude above I'm All In with Scott Patterson. Wow. It's still not below Made Women. I'm not no. going to say that. No, Even though made is. women, at least like they are like we talked about friends, like at least <laughs> at least it is Drea and her friend like trying to do something. But yeah. they got too caught up in the whole uh, uh, the the like ownership structure. Their business acumen overshadowed everything else. Yeah, it really. Did. Um, but wow. Hey, dude, the 90s called Huda Thunk it. What I a really... comeback. I think we're really wrong, but I'm sticking. We to could it. be wrong. I'm we I'm be. almost sure this we're wrong be. about this. I don't believe that. Hey, dude, is the at mid- least they got Ben Stiller on. Hey, dude, the '90s called. That's true. And I they got guess. Jeff Bridges on an episode. Yeah, I just think I maybe the inch if we'd done maybe if we'd listened to an interview one again, I would be like, mm. you know what, there's some bright sides here, but I really couldn't recommend I'm all in with Scott Patterson to anyone. I couldn't recommend Hey Dude, the nineties called either, but it what is What would you recommend first though? Hey Dude, the nineties called. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because it's a weird why. fever dream. Like this is yeah. just draining to listen to. Um, so <laughs> On that, thanks for listening to our show. <laughs> I swear we're not trying to put him down or anything. <laughs> I would love to meet him in real life, and he wouldn't know who I was or anything. But I mean, again, I I love Gilmore Girls, so I would love his autograph. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'd love a picture. I'd love a. 
I'd love a picture of him with his blue backwards hat and his flannel. Oh, that'd be amazing. But the only way you're going to get that now is at a convention, and it's going to be mm. the I am all in is going to be in big letters behind yeah. him. And we're going to have to cross that out and put Gilmore Girls on our own things we get from him. I'd love him to sing to me. More, more, more. You're saying he has a cameo. Can we get him to sing that Woodstock song for oh, us? Oh, dude, if we could get him. Got to get ourselves back to, back to God. <laughs> Got to get. How much is his cameo? <laughs> probably a lot. <laughs> probably, probably more. He's got great business acumen, I hear. $275. Yikes. We'll just get the original license, the original song. It'll be cheaper. Yeah, I mean, actually, we already got one. Got to get ourselves. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, we, we get it. You get it. We all get this. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's look at it. That's two, two hours we've discussed this show. What are we doing yeah. with our live stream? I feel yeah. like this podcast that we do, the podcast about the podcast about television shows, is just going to devolve as we are going to yes. like, what, what the fuck are we doing here? And that's yeah. okay. I think that's part of the process, maybe. Mm, that is yeah. part of the process. Okay. Trust the process. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the podcast about the podcasts about television shows. Go Thanks, to showswhatyouknow.com uh, for, for this podcast and all of our historic <laughs> shows from before we gave up on doing podcasts of our own. And uh, yeah, look forward to more of this, I guess. Will you play our new high energy outro, Jim? Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Woo!